Hi, welcome to this edition of On Tap, presented by FCSI of the Americas. I'm Wade Kaler, Executive Director. On Tap this week, I have one of our unique and longtime friends joining me. In addition to serving as past conference chair in multiple committees, he's an active chef and recipe development guru. He's trained under certified master chef Gustav Mahler, as well as James Beard Award winners Eric Tanaka and Tom Douglas. He taught me a lot about food and he even introduced me to my favorite cocktail years ago. Please welcome founder and managing partner of Concept Kitchen and Bar, Chef A.J. Barker. Hey, A.J., welcome to the show. Thanks, Wade. Thanks for having me. So as you know, I think you probably know what cocktail it is. It was in Chicago at the NRA show, and that's the National Restaurant Show. Michelada. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, and to clarify, it's the National Restaurant Show. I don't need the the anti-gun haters emailing us, being angry with us. Uh, Yeah, the Michelada, and I still to this day, it's... If it's got it on the menu, it's going to be in front of me at the restaurant, no matter what kind of restaurant or wherever we're at. So I guess, thank you. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, <laughs> but it was, it is what it is. But, uh, hey man, to get things started, I, you know, the show, we got, we like to get things started with just a simple thing. And tell us a little bit about AJ, you know, what's your background and how do you got your start in the food service industry? Uh, I'm a Northwest guy, born and raised. Uh, food has always been like ingrained in my family, uh, very agrarian. Uh, one side of my family came off the Oregon trail and literally had family reunions eating out of wagons. Uh, <laughs> you know, my, my great grandma ran a, uh, a restaurant she owned one and then also ran a lot of the logging camps and fed okay. a bunch of the loggers and that was kind of that was kind of their mainstay there's some old new york times articles about how the logging camps in the northwest the food was as good if not better than manhattan restaurants like in hotels like the waldorf because life was pretty miserable back then and the only nice thing that they had in their day was food um, yeah and then my my parents were new in nutrition and so it's always been around me. Food's always been a, a big part of that. And at a, at a young age, uh, I found it really exciting, a lot more exciting than reading law books and legal books. So uh, I just kind of got swept up in that and had some great opportunities to learn along the way. Nice. So you became a consultant at a fairly young age, actually, for what we consider uh, the, the average age of a consultant. How did you get into becoming a food service consultant? Oh, when I was doing my apprenticeship in Vegas, uh, the guy that was my I was charged to, basically your babysitter, he worked in a firm uh, for Gene, the guy that developed HACCP for NASA. Okay. Uh, they had a little office in Vegas. And so I started uh, just kind of volunteering on the weekends and picking up projects and knowing that you know, I, I didn't always want to make a chef salary. You know, I was hoping I was hoping maybe to get a day off occasionally, and I knew yeah. that I kind of had to expand my business acumen. Very nice. So, with Concept Kitchen and Bar, what is what is your main uh, segment, or or there, is there a main segment? Is there spe- uh, specialties that you do? Essentially, what is your day to day like? Are you leaning more towards design, or are you leaning more towards recipes, chefs? What what are you working on right now, currently? I mean, the whole time you've known me, that's a wildly developing and changing question. Exactly. Uh, it, it, has, it has been even more so since uh, March 16th, of yeah. almost two years ago. Yeah. And uh, I, was, I was in the middle of doing some rebrands in a beautiful newer section of Lake Washington, just north of Seattle. And uh, 
we kind of got the notice and I walked out on the street and it was like a vanilla sky moment of I've got six shiny glass towers and all these restaurants and I'm the only person in the middle of the street, literally (laughs) no cars, no nothing. I'm looking around and I go, this is bad. This is really bad. Um, So I I went home for about three and a half months straight (laughs) and had to had to do things through Verkata camera and geothermal imaging and learn new things I didn't expect to learn and and it's funny because uh, th- at this point in the pandemic uh, I'm back to people I'm back to okay. people I'm back to nice. food uh, I, I'm even though a lot of my business is smart kitchen equipment mm-hmm. I'm back to community and trying to figure out what that means and how to take care of it so a big chunk of restaurants is is a, still a third of our revenue. Yeah. Um, the sad, the sad part is the design piece, uh, you know, I just finished designing kind of my like star property. Uh, it was a huge regional one and it was next to a, a ferry dock and it had multiple properties and it was the first one that I was actually pointing. I paid some other of our members to be my designers and, and do some things in that footprint. And when the pandemic hit, they turned it into a Navy housing and they didn't oh, end up building any of the four restaurants. Oh, and, no. and so I'm like, here's project showcase. You can see that I'm not just operations. I do design, <laughs> and, you know, it, it was in the work for years. And then the universe said, well, oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah. We're, we're going to flip this around. Yeah. It was one of those <laughs> hold my beer moments from the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I can tell you that knowing you for as long as I've done it and knowing uh, how you operate and how fluid you can be and how adaptable you can be, I'm not too worried about when the next project's coming along for you because I know that it's probably just right around the corner, Th- the next one just like that. So I mean, this, the, the funny thing is, uh, you, you know, it's kind of just water off a duck's back. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm in a great place. You know, right now I'm, I'm in a, a corporate headquarter of a, of a health insurance company and they're really going into a holistic food model nice. as they're bringing people back and in servicing that community nice. so it is it is interesting to see different pieces uh, yeah. on the different side you know i have to interface with other consultants here you know usually you're the only one <laughs> yeah exactly what is is there a project that you've got or maybe a couple projects that you've got in your past or maybe that you're dreaming up of that are you would consider your favorite I mean, the international ones are always exciting. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, there's there's some altruistic ones and that were built off of philosophical food books and all natural markets. Uh, you know, I used to always say, "Oh, the next one," because I really like putting yeah. a project together. It's kind of like putting a play together. Um, I, I I have a couple right now. I'm excited to see how it works. Uh, you know, I talked to some people about a Vietnamese deli, so kind of American nice. style footprint, but yeah, more interesting, you know, product mix. Cool. Right now, it's really uh, kind of the projects I'm on because okay. as much as it's facility driven, it's people driven. Yeah, absolutely. Which right now, that's what we really. I mean, I think most people are thriving for that. It's that people interaction, that togetherness, the community, like you said before. It's it's we missed that for so long throughout COVID that as we're starting to get back to that that feeling, you know, as an event planner, being able to do events again, it really didn't start again until this fall. But now that we are back into it, and I've done a lot of events this fall, almost weekly now, and to see that the joy and the happiness of people being back together again 
is something that I you realize how much we were all taking it for granted before. So, and, and that's not yeah. anything new being said, but you really do realize how much you missed it when you get back to it and see everybody and able to share a drink or share a meal or whatever it might have been. Um, and just be able to hang out. <laughs> Hangout's been on hold. Like, I know. That's the funny thing is that there's some people that are so over it, and they've yeah. been out there for a while now. And then there's other people that I meet every day, groups of people, that it's like they just came out of the bomb shelter. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, being an active chef still to this day, and, and all the times I've known you, you've always been tinkering in the kitchen with stuff or flavors or whatever. Is there anything recent that you've developed that you are excited about or been able to add to a menu that you're really excited about to share with the world? I mean, yesterday I made the the team popcorn jerk chicken. They thought that was pretty cool. So. Popcorn jerk chicken. Interesting. <laughs> Very cool. Little infused honey mustard. Nice. You know, you do a decent amount of work. I mean, I know you do projects all over the world, but you do a lot of work up and then you're involved in the communities a lot in the Pacific Northwest Seattle area. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about how much that landscape has changed over the past couple of years and where do you see it going? I'm not looking for a long-term prediction, but maybe in the next six to 12 months as it, we start to maybe get back to a regular time of life. I mean, the funny thing is, is the international cities we have in our region in the big, in the secondary mid-major cities we have, they've gone through struggles because... Yeah. They have problems that come back without the finances. They have traffic without the revenue. They have all the things that need to be fixed without the crew to do it. Now, when you step outside of of that, just past suburbia, the regional people, the supply chains are better. The smaller guys are are doing better business than they've ever done before. And, you know, I, I live in the richest independent restaurant region and food service region in the United States. And so... Certain things are great because 20 miles outside of Washington State's campus, the butcher shop is like it's revitalized. It's doing yeah. the best business they've done in 40 years. You go into the city, you can't even get a hamburger bun delivered. <laughs> so I, I think those are the kind of things that we're going to see a lot more growth on the, on the fringe. We're going to see some more congestion and density outside of those metropolitan areas. Okay. And people don't want to drive into the city. They want that city experience yeah. where they're at, and they don't nice. see a reason why they can't have it. Good. What's one thing about A.J. Barker no one would ever guess? That I pick up my kids at 3.30 after school. Really? Every day, huh? <laughs> every day. Every day. And Good for you. And I'm no longer, I'm no longer uh, standing in kitchens at 10, 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> That's a that's a big bonus, and that's exactly why you got into consulting. I know. Um, what's one piece of advice you give to anyone thinking of becoming a food service consultant, or, or for your matter, because you kind of have a unique perspective, even somebody thinking about getting into the restaurant industry in the kitchen area, either well, not say either, let's say both. What would you recommend to somebody? Uh, be a sponge, learn as much as you can, and from anywhere it comes. So be open and. Yeah. and leave some room for grace uh mostly these days and i tell this to employees as well as children <laughs> be kind uh yeah. we have a shortage of it we could all use so it true. and just give everyone a break and give yourself some room and space yeah. to live the life that was intended for 
Very good. Well said. Well said. Well, hey, AG, that's all the formal questions I've got for you. But as we know, we like to have a little bit of fun with everybody before we let you go. So I've got a set of would you rather questions I think you're going to enjoy today. So we'll just jump right into it. The first one is, would you rather have the ability to move things with your mind or the ability to read minds? Uh, man, being narcoleptic since I was nine, I'm going to go with move things with my mind. It's hard enough to be in your own mind. So. <laughs> would you rather be forced to sing along with or forced to dance to every single song you hear? Well, I'm doing the second one for the holiday season and not all of the team has come to love that, but I'm just, I'm just going to dance, dance through until this uh, pandemic goes away. Perfect. Would you rather be universally underdressed or overdressed? Underdressed. Cause like my, my little girl and I are both furnaces. Like, like she wants me to hold her and I hold her. And the next thing you know, we both have a fever cause we're just, <laughs> we run hot. <laughs> I have a daughter. It's exactly the same way. So I understand that completely. Uh, would you rather have universal respect or unlimited power? Can I just get stranded on an island? Like, that <laughs> yeah. all sounds terrible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> would you rather never be able to go out during the day or never be able to go out during the night? Ooh, I'd rather not go out during the day. I love the night. <laughs> would you rather lounge by the pool or lounge on the beach? Beach. Would you rather wear the same socks for a month or the same underwear for a week? Underwear for a week? Okay. <laughs> Both of them are terrible. You know, socks, socks, are, socks are big for me in the yeah. field thing. I'm <laughs> on my feet all day. Yeah. But, but the underwear thing, like, you can take it or leave it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Would you rather spend a week in the forest or a night in a real haunted house? I mean, I grew up in a Victorian house that my brother claims is haunted and... We live in the forest, so it's just a Northwest thing. It's the it's the Hugo lifestyle, so we'll go forest. Welcome to your life. <laughs> Pretty much. Would you rather get a paper cut every time you turn a page or bite your tongue every time you eat? This week, I will say bite my tongue. I know I'll change that next week, but we just did a bunch of NHL stuff, and aluminum foil cuts from oh. closing packages are the oh. worst. <laughs> I, uh, yes, I would completely agree. Uh, would you rather sip aviation gin with Ryan Reynolds or shoot tequila with Dwayne The Rock Johnson? I'm going to go Ryan Reynolds because uh, okay. my other half tells me all the time that I'm just keeping that bed warm for him. So, okay. <laughs> Would you rather have skin that changes color based on your emotions or tattoos that appear all over your body showing what you did yesterday? The tattoos. Tattoos? All right. Yeah, because the memento, I, I swear that was written for a narcoleptic. <laughs> Would you rather be beautiful and stupid or unattractive and a genius? Well, I, I think the proof's in the pudding. We're going to go unattractive and a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather only eat pizza for a year or never be able to eat pizza for five years? Since I've done the first one. Um, I opened like 13 pizza restaurants in the last two years. Um, in fact, last week was the first week I went without tasting pizza in 86 weeks. Ooh. So so I'll do the first one. All right. <laughs> Again. 
Would you rather give up cursing forever or give up desserts for 10 years? Wow, that's tough. Um, I think I'd inadvertently have to forego dessert okay. so you guys can edit out the sailor language later. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, would you rather go backstage with your favorite band or be an extra on your favorite TV show? Oh, you know, I like the band one better. This, the ex, this, the lights on the sitcom sets are really hot. <laughs> That's the reason you don't want to be on TV is because the lights are too hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Well, hey, AJ, that's all the questions I've got for you. But before I let you go, how can people find out more about you and the firm? Our website's conceptkitchen.me, and that's a good place to reach out and connect. Uh, I've scaled back a lot of social media and other stuff and have just kind of been a consumer the last year. Uh, And a lot of our work's local and regional. We still do our international clients, but it's mostly Zoom and remote. Nice. So I'd say probably just through the websites probably best because okay. we're always in and out of connectivity ranges lately. Well, that wraps up this edition of On Tap presented by FCSI of the Americas. A huge thank you to AJ for joining us today. We can't do this show without members like you. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe to the show wherever you find your favorite podcast and turn on those notifications so you don't miss out on any future episodes. But until then, cheers. Cheers.